0: Welcome to the Gifts for Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women using their gifts for God's glory. Know someone who is making an impact for God's kingdom using their gifts, talents, and passions? We'd love to meet them. Send us an email at podcast at giftsforglory.com. That's podcast at gifts, the number four, glory.com. And now here is our host, Dave Ebert.
1: Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome to the latest edition of Gifts for Glory. We're really uh, glad that you're here. A little bit earlier, start time for those of us watching live on YouTube and on Facebook. And if you're watching on Creative Motion Network, it doesn't matter what time we went live because you're picking it up streaming on demand. So thank you for joining us uh, for uh, today's edition of Gifts for Glory. Uh, We're going to do a little bit different order. Um, We normally open with a uh, devotions with Dave segment. But we want to honor our guest's time. Uh, She's got another meeting going on in just a little bit, uh, doing some Bible study stuff. So we want to let her get to that. And uh, we want you to meet this amazing comedian. Uh, She's an amazing woman of God. I've uh, uh, worked with her on uh, Maurice Brown's uh, Breaking Down the Four Walls on a few episodes. And, And I love her story. I love her passion. I love her heart. And as we get to the end of March and we're heading towards April... April is National Humor Month, so we're getting started a little bit early uh, with our guest, comedian Shel T. Uh, we're going to be talking about Christ, comedy, and the many hats she wears uh, while making uh, her own way in life. Uh, be sure to connect with Shel T at ShellTfunny.com, or you can find her on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Funny. And uh, before we bring her on, I want to give you a little taste of uh, what she does. So here is a uh, clip of uh, Shelty in action.
0: We, we put a lot into our family. We put a lot into our children. And I got to a point in life where I decided I was going to do some stuff for me. I was going to take care of myself. So I started working out. Yeah, clap. Clap. <laughs> I started realizing that I wasn't doing things right. I wasn't being very healthy, so I had to start doing some things differently. You know, I, I started off small because when you get to a point where you, you drop things and you have to have a discussion <laughs> before you pick it up, I'm like, oh, oh, that's that's way down there. Right? <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, I didn't need that money anyway. You know what I'm saying? I started walking. Yeah. Oh, into the restaurant instead of using the (laughs) drive-thru. Baby steps. (laughs) But um, actually, I I did. I started. I I joined this club. It's called P2P. um, And it's extreme workouts and things like that. And throughout the process, I lost 40 pounds. (laughs) Yes. Yes you over there with that little smug look on your face talking about well dang how big was she <laughs> that ain't Christ like <laughs> but I did I'm in better shape and better condition and I, I learned that I learned a lot of things I learned a lot of things throughout this process like do you know God created us perfectly we are created perfectly. You guys know the normal temperature for the body is 98.6 degrees? Yes. A little higher it's a problem. A little lower, it could be a problem. Perfectly. I learned throughout this process that when we eat things that are a lot of processed foods and things like that, that what our body does is it doesn't recognize those things. So it starts to build fat around it to protect it because it doesn't know what to do with it. So I was like, "Oh my gosh, all this time! I wasn't fat? <laughs> I was overprotected You <laughs> got is so good! <laughs> I also learned throughout this process that... Um, there's sometimes that, that 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 there's things that happen to us and certain things that we eat and it's not even like weight Sometimes we're just bloated yeah. yeah, yeah, sometimes we just eat certain things and it just bloats us up like, you know, it's gas Some of y'all fart you'll be 20 pounds lighter right now <laughs> Let it go, let it go
1: So that is our guest, uh, uh, comedian Shell T, uh, hey, and now we bring her on did at you this time. Know Dry
0: bar comedy has its own app.
1: Oh, go ahead video and download. Continuing, uh, so I apologize for that. Uh, but uh, Shell, welcome to the Get of Podcast. You are muted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am so professional. You're going to learn that from me. Rich. You're just going to get that. Thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. <laughs>
1: and, and I love your dry bar special, and I too am somebody who is overprotected.
0: <laughs> Ain't God good? <laughs>
1: Won't He do it? Won't He do it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love. I,
0: I you know it's 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 an awesome opportunity to just watch yourself and be able to just look back and be like, wow, God is so amazing because. He definitely when he gives you the gifts, you know, he's giving it to you because when you sit back, you just you're just in awe. awe. So God is so dope. Thank you so much. That was dope.
1: So that's a clip from your dry bar special. How did you get connected? How did that happen? I know that uh, comedians uh, all over are trying to get there. So how did it how did it happen for you?
0: you know again when it says your gift will make room for you I have a friend Dennis Gaxiola I've known him ever since I've been doing comedy and he was on Dry Bar and he his Dry Bar is just it's huge on Dry Bar um and it dropped into my spirit I wanted to be on Dry Bar and and so I did a show and he was there and so I said Dennis you know connect me with the person on Dry bar. So he gives me the guy's number, um, and he was at another show. And he said he told us about what his dry bar comedy special was doing. And I just I latched on to it. And and every time he would post something up, I would say congratulations. I receive it. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. I receive it because it was just so embedded in my spirit that I wanted to do Dry Bar. And so um, when I got connected, I actually did my first comedy special because I was trying to get material to be able to send in because they wanted something professional, something clean, and all of that, you know, a clean version where they could see it well. So I was like, I'm going to just do a whole, you know, stand up special. So I'll have clips (laughs) to send to Dry Bar. I um, literally called the guy the guy said yeah that's great we're looking for people to set it up and I had already looked on their platform and recognized that there are very few women and mm-hmm. they had no African American women that were on there yet wow yeah and so I was like I want to be the first <laughs> African American female on dry platform now, mind you, the platform itself was mind blowing to me. I loved the fact that it was just clean comedy, mm-hmm. Funny, clean comedy, family oriented. Anybody could watch it. I was like, yes, that is the road I want to be on. Got on um, the phone, talked to the guy and he was like, uh, yeah, shoot. He said, let's talk dates. I, well, I, yeah. I, I did it i did a comedy special uh <laughs> you do you need any clips and he was like yeah sure send it in but let's talk dates it was just like it was done you right. know when we say it's already done and we say oh yeah we praying to god but we know it's already done it was already done i got in i, I went out there i had a, a fabulous time and um It it has turned out to be one of the greatest pieces and parts of of my comedy journey.
1: So this was done kind of right after you filmed So Many Hats. Is that
0: right? A year after. So I I did So Many Hats the year before. And then I went on tour the following year, um, the So Many Hats um, tour. And then um, during the tour, I filmed Dry Bar. It just got real. Well actually no, I did it just got real tour. <laughs> then I filmed the dry bar special, it just got real because they both coincided. It was like it was like, oh I, I felt like a superstar. I was like, I did the tour and I got special. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> it was really tough.
1: When did uh <laughs> when did your dry bar drop? When did it uh, come out?
0: It dropped March twenty twenty. It oh. dropped at the height of the pandemic it dropped when everybody was captivated and had nothing to do but watch yeah the, the netflix the shows and 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 it was funny because when I did the um tour God had dropped into my spirit the power of three and he said um do the comedy special which I had about 300 people at the comedy special, the taping, the DVD, So Many Hats. He said that 300 will become 3,000, that 3,000 will become 30,000, 30,000 will become 3 million and so on and so on. And so I did the special, I did the tour, and I said, okay, 2020, let's go. (laughs) God said, let's go, (laughs) 2020 everything shut down <laughs> I said uh I said, God uh remember you and I had a conversation and uh you said but um he he clearly had the plan because when everything shut down March 2020 is when it's dropped by 2021 I had over 3 million views just on mm. Facebook alone. and he reminded me he said I told you 3 million would know your name
1: wow nice. right
0: <laughs> and I said okay you you said you would he didn't say how he would do it but it's done and, and since then there's been like across the platforms over 8 million views and and people are just still grabbing onto it so super excited mm-hmm.
1: Of those 8 million, how many is that you just hitting refresh on your browser? to.
0: (laughs) Well, after tunnel surgery, um, (laughs) I pulled back a little. (laughs) But that's also the coolest thing, too, because, you know, they only count original um, views. So there are literally 8 million original views across the platforms.
1: And that's awesome. It's something that like you said, it, it's not something that necessarily you would have picked to right. have your dry bar drop right as everyone's getting locked in, in home. But the fact that it dropped right then was almost providential because now people are at home looking wow. for content. And all of a sudden, like, oh, look at this T,
0: She's awesome. <laughs> She's
1: yeah. overprotected.
0: It overprotected, you know what I'm saying? And it, it literally overprotected because that's what God did with the comedy career. He he overprotected it and he made sure that it would continue to move even though the whole world had to stop.
1: So you are uh, <laughs> available for uh, for booking. If anybody wants to uh, connect with you, uh, they can find it at uh, com. Yes, and... right. Oh, okay. Go
0: ahead. I was going to say, yes, my agent's information is on there. So I am represented by BH Talent. Just call my agent and she would love to talk to you.
1: (laughs) So I know that uh, you mentioned that 2022 is kind of slow as far as comedy because you're also involved in a production. Uh, What's the production about? And uh, is it something that is going to tour or is it only going to be in one location? Tell us all about uh, this production coming out.
0: Well, this production is um, it is a, a joint effort between Toural Entertainment, which is our entertainment company, and um, New Mission Community Development, that's run by Shalene Huey Booker, and we have come together to create this stage play called "To Be More Like You." Um, it was her vision; she was given the vision during the pandemic. Just God is so amazing again, um, and she partnered up with myself and a few other individuals, and we wrote the production. So it's a it's a original production with all original music. Um, We literally released the production in July 2nd of last year to let everybody know it was coming. And again, she was given the vision, and God told her to wait two years before we actually ran it so she was given the vision just before the pandemic <laughs> we we've been working on it for the last two years and now that things are lightening up and opening up and things are changing that we can now go into moving the production into the places it's supposed to go and so it is um the place called to be more like you it is based on the book of john um, and it goes through the um, different processes and miracles and enlightenments and, and that, that Jesus did. But it's based on a modern day time. And our key um, uh, character's name is Joshua. And he kind of replicates the walk that Jesus Christ did. But in our human life now, in this day's dispensation. So um, we drop July twenty. 20- Uh, No, July 17th, 16th and 17th is when we run. We're in Northern California in the Bay Area at um, the Lesser Center for the Arts. And it's original run, but the plan is for us to be able to travel and move it along into different places and spaces. And so um, it's phenomenal. We're actually doing our single release because we have a single that goes to the production. And so we're having a single release party this uh, Saturday, April 2nd, where we drop the single. You get to meet the writer, which is Shalene. She's the writer of all the songs and the producer of the track. And then um, a couple other people, the people that are singing on it and all of that. Um, And so that's at 2 o'clock this Saturday live on Facebook from our To Be More Like You page or to my T page. Um, But yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal.
1: (laughs) That's exciting. Um, It's just another example of don't freak out when the world is freaking out because God's got a plan. God's working plan. something.
0: That's, that's literally what he told me. He said, just keep your eye on me. When it all started and it all began to just look chaotic and crazy, he said, just keep your eye on me and you're going to see something happen. Mm. And, and that's truly, truly what happened.
1: So that's coming, uh, the actual play is coming out in July, but it's kind of de- going to be designed to uh, to possibly travel. Um, yeah. are, you, are you looking to stick in California or is it uh, possible? Um, like no, no,
0: no, 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 no. We want to take it any and everywhere that it can go. The story is so phenomenal. And it's literally about walking away, understanding that human beings are human beings. And if we want to be more like Christ, we have to operate in love. No matter who you are, what people choose to do, love is the ultimate key mm. to life for everybody on this earth. And so it really allows you to walk away from that. We focus on different aspects of, uh, you know, what we deal with right now today. And we just bring it to a point to where, hey, look, love. Amen. So, yeah. Um, My feelings just kind of hurt, because I'm looking at my tag right here, and my IG page got shut down.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) What'd you do? Who'd you upset? I didn't
0: do anything. So (laughs) this person started impersonating me, right? Oh, no. Yeah, they started impersonating me. And so I started putting them on blast. This isn't me, because everybody like you know a lot of people have people on their pages and they don't really know who they are and so um but I know just about everybody that follows me and I follow or whatever and so everybody was calling me you got a new page you got a new page and I was like no I don't have a new page so I find this person they're impersonating me so Mm -hmm. I start telling people to you know to, to report this individual so they continue to do it and and then I put a whole video out on how to report this person like not just in the basic level let's go deep so I was training them to do it so I guess Instagram finally caught on that it was a problem and so when their system scanned it instead of shutting their page down they Hmm. (laughs) just they they disconnected my page and I'm just like really and so they shut me down I'm still trying to figure out you know how to get it back and then they let the other person be on (laughs) Just beyond. <laughs> I was like, why? So it hurts my feelings because I had that page for like 10 years.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of investment.
0: Yeah, it is. And it just, it has so much stuff on there. And people would go to the page because, you know, I put my scriptures up there and the comedy and the, all the little things that I do, just joking around and playing. And it was just like, we're shutting it down. Crack. <laughs> Like, but then when I send the messages, then they're like, "But you were violating the policy." I was like, "But it wasn't me."
1: <laughs> it it was-, was the other people uh, that.
0: <laughs> so, so I'm getting over it. It's I'm sorry. It's
1: okay. <laughs> and for those that want to check out and find out more uh, information about the uh, the play, uh, to be more like you dot com is the uh, website. <laughs> uh, I was. uh multitasking, and I found it so we posted post it here. Uh, um, for those that are watching the video, whether you're watching on Creative Motion Network, or you're watching on YouTube, or Rumble.com, uh, and uh, those that are listening, the fact that it popped it up on the screen will have absolutely no impact on your life. You have to check out the show notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> so, uh show one of the, the, actually the favorite part for me of this show is to find out people's stories to go back and hear how did you find Jesus and how did you let him become your savior? So uh, tell us your story. Did you grow up in a Christian home or did you have to find Jesus more of a harder road?
0: Um, I actually was born into uh, ministry, so to speak. My grandfather was, uh, you know, I guess my grandfather's on both sides were in ministry. Um, But my mother's father, he was, the presiding elder of the African Methodist Episcopal Church and so um it's always been a part of my life um but I tell people all the time that just because I knew of Christ didn't mean that I knew him personally and so um it was routine you know you go to church that's what you do that's what your family does and and there was really no um no other way even as kids when we grew up in our generation you went to church it didn't matter what you did outside of church or uh, any other day on Sunday, you were going to church. If your parents didn't go to church, you would still go to church. The church bus would come around and pick the kids up in the neighborhood. <laughs> Everybody going to church, which I think is a true blessing because I don't think that that is happening now. And so the seed, the the, the original seed of your youth is not being planted. And so I, blessingly, had the seed planet when I was young and then um then then I grew up and, <laughs> and started doing me. Um I tell everybody all the time that I have been considered every statistic under the sun. I, I ran in a gang. I, I you know I had my first shot when I was 14 years old. I've dealt with you know all kinds of, of life stuff and um and it wasn't until I got to a point to where life began to caused me to breathe to death where I thought I was living thought I had life going on you know I was with my husband at the time not that we had a great marriage um but we we thought we did um and I experienced my body being sick without explanation there were a lot of things in my childhood a lot of things that I had dealt with that I had suppressed and packed away real nicely and thought that I was going to be able to just keep going on with life and just let that sit in the corner somewhere and act like it never happened and that never works because my body was like uh yeah we need to get this out of here and if you're not going to do it mentally or emotionally we're going to do it physically (laughs) so started getting sick taking on stresses that added to what was already there and would be in the hospital every three months like clockwork didn't know what was wrong couldn't tell what was wrong i'd get sick i'd be throwing up all the time couldn't keep anything down i'd go in i would stay a few days i couldn't find anything wrong and then i'd be okay and i'd leave and then three months later again like clockwork it would happen all over again and at one point you know it it got to a place to where I just started to recognize that I was empty I was Mm -hmm. empty I wasn't I wasn't you know progressing you know I smoked weed that was my thing I really wasn't you know into a whole lot of other drugs because limb bias really scared me because the basketball player who's going to the, the, the NBA and he got high once and died I said "Yeah, no that's you know,
1: all right, all right.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. But marijuana, if that, if that, if that was crack, I'd, I'd be a dopey. Um, <laughs> well, I was, I was already a dopey, but I'd be like one of the smoked out, you know, smoky kind of dopey. <laughs> um, and I, I got to a point to where it was just emptiness. Yeah there there was no joy there there was it was always pain frustration stress pain frustration stress there was there was nothing joyful in the middle of it you know the the moment you wake up and wonder why is when you know it's something wrong yeah God being an infinite and amazing God um the seeds that get planted never get lost yeah and as they begin yeah. to grow and, and you begin to, you know, want more and, and desire a different feeling, that voice begins to get louder and louder in your ear and, and in your spirit. And I just knew it was just more to what life was having or, or delivering to me at that point in time. And so. Um, so I began to change. My husband and I, we, we got to a point that one day we were in church. And, you know, in marriages, you go and everybody, it's everybody else's fault. You know, you, you, the, the reason why it ain't right because you do this, 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 and this. And he's like, no, it's because you do this, 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 and that. And slowly, God just started making us point fingers at ourselves and look at ourselves. And so he began to change us individually, separately, which in turn made us stronger together. And so one day we were on the side of the church. He over there crying out to God on his knees. I'm over here crying out to God on my knees. And at that moment, it was just like a, a, a resurgence. I don't know where that word just came from. I know it's Holy Spirit, because I don't use that word in regular conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where it was just this life that came in, and 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 as that life came in, you know, dreams and and hopes and and wishes and and desires started to blossom and bloom again, and it was like. Man, I I, I really want to do this, and and because I had stopped smoking weed, and and I wasn't in a un, you know a up and down relationship with my husband, you say certain things, and then you start moving on them. Mm-hmm. You know, you start actually stepping out on these things. We literally um, wrote a film called Restored Me. Um, it's a feature film. It's out right now. It's available on Amazon, um, and um, to be, it's on all digital platforms, and um, we wrote that movie in our living room, and three months later, we were in LA filming the film. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and and that was a, 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 a eye opener that when you are doing what God calls you to do, the way He calls you to do it, He'll show you amazing things, you mm. know. Our children. Um, we have seven children. We're a blended family, and I tell everybody, we got his, mine, and neither one of ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and you know now we are empty nesters. Glory to God. Yes, I, I tell people all the time, if you if your kids are grown and they out your house and you ain't went to jail, you was a good parent you use a good <laughs> good parent um, but my husband just recently opened up a barbershop shop okay um in march 2020
1: good timing <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Again, God over here talking about washes, watches, washes. Gabriel, Jesus, washes, watches. Open up a barbershop. <laughs> like, in a pandemic, like with everything shut down, like, right now? Open up the barbershop. He just celebrated two years in the business. Hmm. Never skipped a beat. Um, again, it, it's such an, a place of authority and of power when you know that you're stepping out but not on your will yeah you're stepping out on what God is calling you to do and how he's calling you to do it so as long as you're obedient in the move then the move happens like it's supposed to and so um so yeah so so through it all been through it all um and and been more than an overcomer been an individual who literally has got a chance to experience the goodness of God and the land of the living not only in um, the industry'm I'm, I'm currently um, a comedian, a stand-up comedian I am a talent agent for bH Talent. I am a writer producer as well as a pastor. <laughs> So many hats. So many hats. <laughs> um, but you know it, it and it's all based on on leaning on the crown of, of god and he's just he's just phenomenal even this point being here right here right now being able to tell that story and and to share your testimony and the things that god is doing through you it's it's just a magnificent blessing and and I just appreciate every opportunity he gives me to give him glory.
1: At what point did comedy enter into the picture? Uh, Was that something you were doing before, or is that something that was birthed out of your journey with the Lord?
0: Uh, Comedy came in right around kid number four. Yeah, because God said, I got to give her an outlet. (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's about to go down he said yeah she's gonna need somebody to talk to um (laughs) and through that process my kids why you always talk about us i said so i won't hit you um (laughs) or at least not as much so (laughs) let let me add this moment but no um when my kids were in uh going into high school middle school so I've been doing comedy for about 18 years now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it started, yeah, I remember Christmas Eve. I I saw, I saw, I had always been on stage in entertainment. I started off in music. I was a rapper. That's how me and my husband met. And then we did stage plays called The Shawl. So we, I've been doing stage plays for quite some time. Um, and then one day I went to see a play and I saw, this guy named J-Red. I don't know if you ever heard of him before. J-Red is a huge, clean comedian, uh, gospel comedian out here in the Bay Area. Um, and I saw him on stage and I'll never forget it. He was the Pentecostal player and he Absolutely. had me cracking up. But you know that epiphany? And I call it now with that. I realize it when John leaps in your belly. Mm-hmm. That That's what I felt when I was sitting in there. I felt because the Holy Spirit was in the place and he was telling me, this is what I want you to do. And so um, I saw him and then I saw him a few weeks later at a a club called Club Jesus where the youth would come and they have music. It's kind of like this nightclub setting, but, you know, they're listening to gospel artists and things like that. And it was really cool. And I saw him. And so it's like late, but he leaves because I guess he's going to another event. So I start to follow him down this dark alley. Late night. (laughs) (laughs) And he stops and he turns around and he's like, uh, can I help you? <laughs> I was like, OK, this sounds real. I know this feels real creepy. But I told him, I said, you know what, I, I want to do comedy. And he said, have you ever done it before? I said, no, nah, but I think I'd be really good at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He gave me five minutes at the next club jesus that he was putting on he gave me five minutes and i literally wrote my set on the way to the show literally in the car wrote it on the way to the show did it and the entire room was like in a uproar laughing and people were like on their knees and it was just in that moment it's kind of like i felt like when jesus came out of the water and, and the, the sun rays came down, and God said, This is my son, I am well pleased. And the Holy Spirit fell down, like a, ascended like a dove. That's how I felt in that moment like, This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Nice. <laughs> this, this right here. And so, yeah, and I was like, Then that, from that point on, that's comedy.
1: How much of that original five minutes that you wrote on the card do you still use?
0: You know what's funny? Um, some of it i could use like some of the stuff like some of the stuff from the christmas it was christmas time and mm-hmm. it was talking about kids and how kids be they want stuff but they don't deserve it and they have right. for all the stuff <laughs> and then i go back to the stuff we used to get and how they get like presents with bills now how was this when did we start <laughs> buying gifts with bills like <laughs> So some of the stuff i still intertwine, like the dry bar stuff, which is hilarious. The nanny, the nanny bit, <clears throat> I'm doing that for like, literally, I could promise you, probably like the first few years I started doing comedy. Now, of course, it's evolved a little bit over the years. Sure. And then that's not even the whole part. It goes into a whole choke out scene in the whole comedy <laughs> bit. but. <laughs> but yeah but it's still relevant it's still relevant and 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 the one thing I tell people all the time um if you if only a hundred people have heard your stuff nobody's heard it yet hmm. you know and you it's a whole world out there and there's people that are still calling me talking about I just saw your dry bar skid and I'd be like Cousin John how <laughs> <laughs> so You know, yeah, I don't I don't ever do the same set over and over again. I've never been that comedian because I've always talked about my life. And so there's always things that have just happened that come in and I could tell a story about. And so um, but a a lot of little bits and pieces carry on throughout the years.
1: Do you have a, a favorite bit?
0: um I think my favorite one is the one where I talk about me and my husband and how we were about to break up and and we was going to court and um, we was in this big fight because <laughs> a, a, you know big custody battle over the kids because neither one of us wanted custody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's probably the most honest and real <laughs> moment that we share um but you know the 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 it's just a moment of comedy that's my favorite it's it's the moment that you realize they get it that what you're talking about is not just you talking about it and that when it touches somebody's lives to the point to where they feel like they've had a moment of change just because they were able to laugh or they were able to hear somebody talk about what it is that they've dealt with and they've gone through and they're able to look at it in a comical way you know, it's stuff like that that's just just phenomenal
1: to me. Yeah, I I love the power of comedy to do that to break down walls. To
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, one of uh, my favorite comedians is Michael Jr. I'm sure you're familiar with his work. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he gave an interview where he said that laughter is the tangible evidence of hope. Yes. And I mean, I that just that stuck with me for the 10 years since I heard him say it, even before I was truly walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, is just, it's powerful because, and, and I tell people all the time that when you have a good belly laugh, what happens? Your head starts to rock back and your eyes lift up towards, towards heaven.
0: Yeah. And
1: it, it's a natural thing. And, and I think that, especially after what we've been through, we talked a lot about, about how life stopped for about two years, give or take. Right. You, and we had an election. We had all this. We got comedians slapping other people on stage. Uh, we got all this chaos going on, and comedians who are willing to go out there and honor God, kind of put their com- their comedy through a Philippians four eight filter right. of what's pure and honorable and beautiful, because there are things we can laugh together at ourselves. Because God made us funny. I I truly believe it.
0: Yeah. Well, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we we forget that. It's not what we've been through that gets us to the next step. It's finding joy in the process of the things that we go through that gives us the strength to keep moving. You Mm -hmm. know, I truly believe that, that, you know, the the laughter is medicine. It's it helps you physically it changes your physical makeup when you laugh as well as it does when you're frowning and when you're angry it affects who you are and when we can laugh at life because life is the funniest thing in the world it's hysterical like seriously (laughs) and when we can laugh at it and move forward in it it just changes everything it really does I have family members who have dealt with loss and, and brokenness and and they and they didn't heal from it. And because they didn't heal from it, you know, it 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 broke them down. And then physically and then emotionally. And and I was on that route. Cause that's what was happening to me. I didn't have enough joy in my life. And my body was like, okay, look. This, this is what I do. I believe that's where cancers come from. I believe that's where dementia comes from. I believe that all of those things are related to us holding on to hurt, pain, stress, and struggles and not allowing our body to heal.
1: I, I agree completely. Um, because yeah, number one, it, you know, our diet is obviously different, but in Genesis and in Exodus, or in Genesis, we had people living. Eight nine hundred years, because they were closer to the Lord. They had that relationship. They they didn't have the distractions and, and, and the ugliness that we have, and right. they, and they also had a, a, a strictly organic diet, which, which helps.
0: Well, you know, Burger King wasn't quite on every you know farm uh, turn, <laughs> wasn't on every sheep corner. We didn't have. But they, you're right. Just, just living pure, and you know, in this world, it, it started out with sin, you know. But it was never absent of God.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to get you out so you can get ready for your your uh, meeting and um, and Thank and do you so do much. your Bible study thing. And, and this has been a blast hanging out with you. Uh, I think maybe you should move to Chicago. We'll hang out. We'll do some shows.
0: Yeah, I think so. Let me um, let me talk to my husband.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Run it past him real quick and see how he feels. But you know, definitely like to come out and check it out. Just, just yeah. leave that on the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate you having me. It, it's it's yeah. truly a blessing to be able to share and and with other individuals who see the importance of. The gifts that God has given us, you know, it's a lot of times where people feel like, you know, the gifts belong to the world. But that's a lie. You know, we've all been measured and given a gift and it's up to us how we choose to use it. But all those gifts come from God. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing I love the most is, you know, when I find found out what I was given, the gift that I was given, and I was able to bring it back to God. Cause I, I, I used to, you know, I cussed with the greatest. I, I some of the cuss words I hear now be going, I made that one up. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I, it's a lot of things that I did through the gifts that I didn't know were given to me for God. And once I realized that he allowed me to use them still and and to use them in a manner to where it truly brings not just joy to me and joy to the people around me but joy to him because yeah. he's actually seeing his work be used accordingly and he's yeah. done some great stuff so the restored me film you guys can check that out please go take a look at it um it's on amazon all digital platforms um we also have so many hats that's on amazon right now through Dry Bar and on all digital platforms. Um, so Many Hats is available on Vimeo On Demand. Um, and then um, this one coming up, To Be More Like You, is yeah. phenomenal. Sorry, my computer's talking to me. <laughs> 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 that, but that was on time, though. Did you see yeah. that? It was like, Be yeah. More Like You. <laughs>
1: so I have two quick segments uh, we're going to go through real quickly uh, that I wrap up every interview with. Uh, one's the interrogation, seven random questions that won't otherwise fit in our, in our conversation. Uh-huh. And then I'll ask you for your wise counsel for somebody uh, that wants to use their gifts for God's glory. Okay. So we'll start with the interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> so where so is where your is spot Jesus to go Christ? rest and recharge?
0: That's uh, home. Home. Now that I have no kids and my husband's gone <laughs> most of the day home. All right. That's a good place. Yeah. Question
1: number two. Uh other than your host, uh what makes you laugh?
0: Um people doing silly stuff and getting like in and falling or you know, I'm just doing crazy stuff and then you fall and then you had this look on your face like you didn't know that was gonna happen. That's <laughs> I have to also say, kids running into stuff, little kids when they run into stuff and they fall, forgive me, Lord. Um, <laughs> but that makes me laugh too.
1: <laughs> Which superhero is most like you?
0: Mm, that's a good one. Um, ah, I don't know. Oh, that's a good one i don't know i i would probably say i, I don't know why i want to say the homeboy i'm not really in superheroes but homeboy with the thing on his chest uh, um iron man uh, huh what's his name iron man iron man yeah, because he's, so, he's got this brain, and his brain is always thinking of stuff to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's always something else on his mind that he wants to create. So I would probably say Iron Man. I wish it was an Iron Girl, but I guess.
1: <laughs> Maybe someday.
0: <laughs> Maybe someday.
1: So what passage or uh, story from scripture is currently speaking mm-hmm. to you?
0: Delight thyself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm. That right there. And he taught me that a few years ago. And 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 he hasn't stepped back off showing me what he meant by it ever since.
1: And I think too often people will forget the first half of that. They just right. think that the God was going to give us the desires of our heart. But we need to align our heart with his first. Right.
0: And when we do that, we realize that it was his desires in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, question number five. Have you, you know, as a comedian, you and I both know we have family and friends that come up and say, hey, you can use this in your little show. But have you actually ever gotten something from somebody that you've used? My husband. My okay. husband.
0: Yeah. He comes up with stuff all the time. And I'll be like, that's good. That's good. So it's a couple of times where he's actually given me something and I've taken it to stage. And it's worked. So, nice. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, I have a typo in this question, but uh, you wear so many hats. Uh, which one has
0: surprised you the most? Wow. Um, I would have to say surprised me the most is the pastoral hat. Hmm. Um, And the reason why I say that is because I tell people all the time, he put me on a comedy stage before he put me in the pulpit. And it surprises me how much I can um, minister to people through laughter and and being just who I am. And, and, and it's really effective.
1: Nice. Final interrogation question, fantasy book, your show, Uh, where is it and who's it on, who is on it with you? uh no limits
0: ha ah, ah um so i guess i would say since i'm a bay area girl it would have to be the um the new um uh center in san francisco
1: okay
0: it would definitely be that show uh or be that place um who's on it with me though uh And I'm crazy because my shows are always a balance of music and comedy because they're both my loves. Mm -hmm. And so um, I couldn't say the names of people right now off the top of my head, but I know it would be a a nice balance of comedy and music on on the show. But it would definitely be at that new Warriors uh, Stadium Center in San Francisco. And, and yeah, cause that's my hometown. That's where I'm from.
1: Very good. <laughs> All right. So the final, final question I ask every guest is for anyone that's out there that wants to step up and use their gifts for God's glory. What is your wise counsel?
0: Uh, realize you're a vessel.
1: Mm-hmm. Realize
0: that it's not your plan. Realize it's not your responsibility to make it happen. That when you become an empty vessel and allow God to pour his plan into you, he is going to move you and he's going to blow your mind with every step. And then you'll realize that, like I said before, it was never your desire in the first place. It's what he put inside of you in order for him to bring his purpose through you into the world.
1: That's a good Mm -hmm. word
0: the holy spirit be on it because i was yeah. like oh that, that's good <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome
1: well shell t thank you so much for joining us um i i really appreciate this time uh i i love your heart i love your passion for the lord and the passion oh for and comedy uh so it's an honor to kick off uh uh national humor month of april with uh having you on and I know that people will hear your story and they're going to be really blessed whether they listen live or check us out on the replay. So thank you so much for being on.
0: Thank you for having me. Such a blessing. Looking forward to hanging with you again. And I got some other things that are happening. I'll be talking to you soon, sir. Ah,
1: oh, sounds great. <laughs> with Chelsea, thank you for joining us. Have a great night. Have a great meeting. Uh, and uh, we'll catch you uh, sometime soon.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye. So that was our interview with Shell T. Be sure to check her out. Uh, uh, check out her dry bar special at slash Shell T. That's slash Shell T. You can find some clips on YouTube. Just type in Shell T and you'll find her there. Uh, g- give her a like and a follow at uh, Shell T Funny both on Facebook and Instagram. Well, actually on Facebook only. And she, she shared earlier, her uh, face or her Instagram has been uh, deactivated because somebody hacked hers and she complained about it. So they eliminated the correct one, but let the, the hack stay, uh, which uh, is unfortunate, but hopefully she'll get it back. But uh, check out uh, Shelty funny on Facebook. And uh, uh, it's just a fun conversation. She's awesome. I really appreciate her being on. So uh, she has uh, another meeting to go to. So, so since we do this live, we want to get her in, get her uh, off to her meeting. So we'll uh, now go to what we normally open with, and that's our uh, devotions with Dave segment. Uh, our devotions with Dave segment will be coming from uh, the book of Proverbs 3.5. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Um, it's so often that we fall into that trap of thinking that we know the best. Uh, we're very much like, uh, like kids and we're God's children. So we think that we know best and we think that our priorities should be God's priorities instead of going vice versa and making his priorities, our priorities. So it's just really important that we lean on his understanding, on his wisdom, on his love, on his devotion uh and not lean on our own understanding so proverbs 3 5 proverbs so full of, of great wisdom uh so this uh, um so just trust in the lord with all your heart uh do not uh lean on your own understanding and as sheltie was talking about just a little bit ago you know um let the you know let, let the lord be your source of delight delight in the lord and then he'll give you the desires of your heart because your heart will be in line with his and the desires that you have. You'll realize as shell was talking about those desires that you have are what God put there anyway, but he just needs you to be in line with him. So you don't misuse or misunderstand or, or fall out of line with the gifts and, and the, the things that he's going to give you. So uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding Proverbs 3, five is our Devotions with Dave segment for tonight. Uh, so I want to thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, coming up uh, for Well-Versed Comedy, we have some uh, pretty cool shows coming along. Uh, this coming Saturday on April 2nd, 6.30 p.m., Stone Church in uh, Orland Park. It's another fundraiser for uh, Royal Family Kids Camp. This is for the or- Orland Park chapter. So we're going to be at Stone Church on April 2nd at 6.30. Tickets at rfkorland.eventbrite.com, rfkorland.eventbrite.com. Uh, all proceeds are going to uh, the Royal Family Kids Camp. Uh, Stone Church is giving us uh, their sanctuary to use for the show. And Well Comedy, we're donating our time because, uh, because we believe in the mission of Royal Family Kids Camp. And we're really excited to share uh, the stage and share some comedy uh, with the people of Orland Park and surrounding neighborhoods. And then in a couple of weeks, on April 16th, uh, we'll be uh, at uh, Lombard Assembly Church in Lombard, Illinois. This will be a completely free show. Uh, Come on out uh, if you're in the northern suburbs or uh, the central suburbs. uh, April 16th at 7.30 p.m., Lombard Assembly Church. Uh, Free admission, comedy for all ages and uh, so we hope to see uh, people there. If you can't make it to our uh, fundraiser show on the 2nd, or if you can, come out and catch the free show on the 16th. Uh, and then in, uh, uh, at the end of the month on Friday, uh, April 29th, 8 p.m., uh, we'll be back at the Roxy in Lockport. Uh, the Roxy is just an awesome theater, and we love performing there and, pl- and playing there. We have special guest Tracy DeGraff, uh, she's a phenomenal comedian uh, based here in the land area. Uh, she's going to come out and uh, entertain, and she's phenomenal. And uh, tickets are uh, $25 for that event. Uh, proceeds going to uh, RFK Lockport, which is the camp that my wife, Bobby and I, we serve at RFK Lockport. Uh, so we're really excited to raise money for our own camp. But we're also excited about all of these camps. We, uh, this past Saturday, we did a comedy show for the Royal Family Kids Camp uh, Joliet chapter, and we are able to raise uh, through online ticket sales and uh, uh, in-person donations over $1,100 for uh, comedy night to give to Royal Family Kids Camp. So I'm issuing the challenge to RFK Orland and RFK Lockport. Let's see if both of these shows can beat that initial number. The bar has been set, so let's see if we can beat uh, you know beat those numbers. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, uh, the next show coming up after. All this is going to be in May. We're going to do a, a comedy show at the Hope Center in Bolingbrook, Illinois. More, event, uh, more details on that comedy show to come. But uh, most importantly, we really want to see you uh, support the Orland Park uh, RFK Comedy Night and also uh, come out to the RFK Lockport Comedy Night. All those uh, can be found on uh, Wellverse Comedy's website, wellversecomedy.com. And uh, just look for the tab that says uh, RFK fundraisers. And you can find all of our shows there. So that is all we have for you for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Shel T uh, for sharing her story. Uh, please uh, find her on Facebook. on Inst- uh, Find her on Facebook. Find her on YouTube. And uh, find her website at sheltefunny.com uh, so you can connect with her. And also look for the uh, different links to her movies. Uh, as well as our stage play. Uh, that's all in the show notes. So next week, we have a really, uh, going to be a really great show next week. Uh, we get uh, to interview Phil of Phil's Friends, uh, who's got a, a, a powerful story, a powerful testimony. And Phil's Friends is a phenomenal ministry. If you're not uh, familiar with Phil's Friends, please check them out. Uh, search them on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. Uh, look for Phil's Friends. They uh, provide care packages and support To people who are battling cancer and a little care package goes such a long way to just encourage and lift the spirits of people who are battling cancer um, because it's as much emotional and spiritual as it is physical uh, when you're battling cancer and Phil's friends comes right alongside people who are in the midst of that battle so we'll have a really great conversation next week with uh, Phil of Phil's friends And I hope that you will join us live next week. Uh, Give us your comments, your questions uh, throughout the show. And we'll be happy to share those uh, with Phil as we're having the conversation. So until next week, thank you so much for joining us uh, on uh, Gifts for Glory. Uh, We will talk to you uh, next week with Phil of Phil's Friends. So have a blessed week. We'll see you soon.